Hello, everybody, and welcome to this Q&A for the Eterna podcast. We're going to get right into it, and there are absolutely no rails. It goes way off really quickly, and there's like an entire half hour, at least, probably more, that's going to be additional Patreon content after the end of this. So, uh, patrons, look forward to that, and as for everybody else, well, uh, enjoy the chaos. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You might remember me from such things as the last time that we did a Q&A. And that's it. Literally. <laughs> Anywho. Oh, wait, I was in a different thing. But that doesn't matter. We're going to open it up with a tough one. Does Taraxis eat? Sean, that's the question that's on the table for you right now. Does Taraxis eat? Does he consume food? <laughs> he he is uh, capable of like shoving food in his mouth and eating it, uh, but that is not generally how his biology works. Uh, so the short answer is he can, but no. The long answer is a little more complicated. <laughs> Follow up. What about going number two if he does choose to chew? He he, he doesn't poop, um, but he can externally excrete things he has consumed uh, if he wants to. Other like he doesn't have to. It can just vanish into the the long answer. So, can uh, I interject? He poops from his pores is what I'm what I'm uh, getting. No, he can basically shoot it anywhere he wants. Oh, I hate this already. Great, I'm gonna leave. So <laughs> it's okay. I will answer all questions for Riley. It is, it is fine. Oh yeah, that'd be fine. I could use a vacation. No, I, uh, I'm gonna drop the bit. Don't worry. So anywho, uh, <laughs> when are you going to let uh, Chris DM again? Um, I think somebody in chat actually answered this already. Uh, it's whenever I break so much that it has to be done. Or anytime he actually wants to, I guess. If he wants to, like, run a special session, I'll let him do that. Oh, whenever I want, huh? More whenever. Okay, right now. Uh, are we playing Q&A? Good. Yeah, let me run it. Okay, cool. All right, cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll answer for Sean, and Sean will answer for Chris, and Chris will ask the questions, right? Okay, this is way too fucking confusing. Troy, do your goddamn job. <laughs> uh, my, bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Um, so, what if everyone broke Sean? He sounded like he huffed helium for the next several minutes of trying to DM. I think this is just a haiku that they're trying to share. I think it's supposed um, to say what if. I also think <laughs> oh, that's no, I don't... already what happens. Yeah, like I just... <laughs> think it was a statement and it's been <laughs> read and we're just gonna move on you know what i mean there's not really anything to discuss here how different is this playthrough at this point compared to past games now i don't know if you know this but sean has actually ran a turner before oh like exactly the same no changes uh <laughs> it is fucking not. Oddly um, enough, the same characters were in the last game too. 
it's weird that this entirely new group of people replicated exactly what we did last time. Oh, bullshit. You and your anti-paladin the first time around, giving everybody the fucking plague. Eh. Yeah. Dare you not let my demon sleep inside. <laughs> it doesn't even need to sleep. It's the principle. It stands and stares. He wanted to stand inside. Mm-hmm. Should I say that? I didn't ask him. <laughs> <laughs> you never cared what your demon slaves so yes, did. The biggest difference between this playthrough and all previous playthroughs is Troy is not playing an evil character. Uh, the uh, the the past two have leaned significantly more evil than this one. Also, in terms of uh, one once the cataclysm happened, like which direction people went. Uh, the first two times actually were. Uh, the first time they y'all went south, if I remember correctly. Didn't y'all? Singly? Yes. Yes, we did. Absolutely. I think we ended up in Sanguine pretty early on in the first one. I thought we went to the crevice and went down and got the stuff first. Yeah, you're right. Okay, the first one went a lot faster. Uh, I'll put it that way. Like, we weren't, like, almost 20 sessions in uh, <laughs> and just barely outside of uh, the Cataclysm. Um, and they went and did a lot of shit really fast um there was like a one other time that was like a false start and that didn't really get very far it's a lot different it's a lot more slowly paced uh this is the first time they're just planning to go back to storm bluff uh before like level 15. Uh, (laughs) another big change at least you know, having played it, is relics are in different places now. Uh, yes. At least in the last uh, instances, our like character history wasn't really relevant to the positioning of where we had to go. So at least this time around, it's going to be, I think, more interesting because you're going to have to, as a player or character, deal with something in your past, at whatever that means. I don't know where they are. Sean obviously does, but I don't really know where we're going to have to go. But in the past, it was like, hey, go to this country over there. And it's like, you don't know anything about that country. You don't care. So when you show up, it really doesn't matter to you. As to our now, you know, when you go back, there will probably be some kind of connection that you'll have to deal with. Traxxas didn't exist before either. So there's that too. Traxxas is new. Nice. I think that that would be a really good question for after the entire campaign is over. But Yeah, but even with us so far, it, it's pretty different. No, for sure. Um, what if Sean was bald? Well, he would still have the beard, so he would look like a peeled egg that rolled under the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. What if? <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to ask. I don't know who asked all the bald questions, but having pre-read the questions, I just skipped. That would be Brian. Somebody's really got an issue with bald people. (laughs) That would be Brian. Brian is a bald person, so (laughs) Uh, okay. So it's 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 so it's he's projecting. Then I see. 
Yeah, projectile baldness. Yes, that is what he's doing. <laughs> I thought I've been losing hair, this fucker. Oh, sounds like uh, it's time for Chris to take over. <laughs> Somebody mute Sean, please. All right, Chris. Um, so. Why specifically Pathfinder? What uh, what is it about this game that makes you and the rest of the party want to play it instead of I don't know Savage Worlds or fucking? There's a lot of random ass options, but uh, obviously the big one is Five E. But like, what is it about Pathfinder? Yes. So, um, for me, Pathfinder, the enjoyment to Pathfinder is I have an extreme like of, like, uh, grid-based strategy games. Um, I, I like them a lot, and to me, Pathfinder exemplifies that experience very, very well. Um, a lot of the times it feels like it has a ton of rules, but having been running Pathfinder on my own outside of this game for some time, I've come to appreciate a lot of the things that mechanically Pathfinder has to offer when trying other things like D&D 5e, I find it a little lacking um, compared to Pathfinder's raw mechanical fortitude. Uh, D&D 5e, while still good for telling a story and stuff, doesn't have the, the game mechanic aspect to it that I've grown to really, really enjoy in Pathfinder. Just figuring out character builds, figuring out how they play in combat, and um, I think that mixed with a sense of good storytelling, if you can find the perfect balance between the mechanics Pathfinder has to offer and a good story bent, you have a really, really good fantasy game. And that's why I enjoy it a lot. Man, does anybody else have anything to add to that? Because I felt like that's a really good <laughs> fucking answer. Chris is a professional. Yeah. We're just going to let him answer from now on. I'm not <laughs> a professional. I'm just drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you get more intelligent as, as the more you drink? No, I just care less. <laughs> so what about these gods made you pick them to communicate with each member? Like, what uh, specific aspects about them did you feel like these specific deities exemplified? Honestly, uh, the, the easiest one was uh, was Riley because he pretty much exemplifies the uh, you know the whole swashbuckler um, idea the the good guy that's kind of you know he's, he's Dexy he's quick he's all about what's what feels right and and stuff like that and I really thought that Caden just resonates really well with that uh, because he's basically the swashbuckler god practically the others were a little bit more difficult in the sense that uh like with brock i actually had to decide because i usually go in a tournament i usually go with if you worship a god that's the god that will pick you uh not always but pretty much and so i had to choose torag or desna which one would be better and i i kind of it, it took me a few days of mulling that over to finally decide uh, and a couple of muted questions to uh, Troy himself. Tracy's uh, Adira slash Tava. I knew that the Psychopomp 
especially with her suggestion. I knew that the psychopomp should be her um her deity as is demigod level. But uh I had to kind of like think more about it and like flesh it out a bit. Leaf um I'd been I'd been looking a lot into the first world for a bit uh for a for a project and uh I always liked the idea that the first world which is basically the Feywild for those unfamiliar um was kind of like the blueprint like it was the it was the the first pancake you know the one that you you make and it's it it tastes the same but it's kind of fucked up but like that was like the gods trying to make the world the first time and they were like yeah we fucked up uh and so they went and made the material plane uh so i i like the idea of that the very first tree um had like the sentience to it this this spread uh like like it was the propagation point for all trees thereafter it was the base blueprint that was edited upon to make all other trees and that it had in its own way ascended to godhood it actually exists in three planes at the exact same time uh, and that's the first world the material plane and nirvana which uh when leaf went to the uh to the sacred grove that was actually in nirvana ooh now for the evil party um we had two really easy ones two people who directly worshiped um so we had gorum for gareth and we had nocticula for thana for coriander uh chris said that he just wanted something uh for the wild hunt uh so i created a custom wild hunt monarch and that was Ristandir. and he's an evil uh monarch of the wild hunt uh, basically he's the kind that wants to go through and uh turn literally everything into sport and so that create that needed some customization and uh hats actually uh requested zonkuthon which i absolutely love zonkuthon so uh he's basically um pinhead the deity uh from hellraiser yeah uh so it, it was some pretty sick shit i i love zonkuthon and i had no problem handing that to him even though it felt a little not directly uh, like what my first choice for him would have been. Definitely like right on point and happy about that. Nice. So what the hell was that thing about the faceless one? And should I know that or is it meant to be mis- mysterious? Um, Anybody who's like really familiar with pathfinder deities can probably already pick out who it is so it's not a massive secret so i don't have a, a problem sharing who it is it's the god of assassins and secrets nor gorber there's base he basically one of his god powers is that if you try to think about what he looks like even if you have no idea what he looks like if you even try to think about what he looks like or say his name or whatever it tells him way more than you would ever want him to know. If you try and ever bring into reality a rendering of him, uh, like even if it's just like an artistic thought of what he looks like, you will like become like you'll you'll get basically like cerebral palsy, basically, and die. 
So he's a real ass. Oh. Um, but he's also very intelligent. He's a neutral evil assassin thief rogue style type god who used to be human. But he hides in the sewers of Axis, which is the lawful neutral city of law, basically, in the Outer Plains. So he, he's a pretty sneaky son of a bitch. And now Sean's going to die because he said his name. No, you don't die from saying his name. He just, like, immediately knows, like, you're talking about him. Yeah, you have to look in a mirror and say his name three times for the death part. (laughs) Think about his face and try and draw it or sculpt it or something like that. And you only die if you keep going. So this one is for the players. (laughs) Which came first, the background or the character? Do you you want us all to answer at once? We we can do that. I mean, team on three. Whoever wants to go first, I'll pull the trigger. I guess. Um, yeah, because it's a pretty obvious answer for for Leaf in particular. Um, he he kind of arose out of. Uh, I, I was on like Reddit one day, and uh, somebody just posted like a, a concept about how wild it is that elves live for so long and you know how how they could possibly see other races and then they compared it to kind of like a a human's relationship with their dog and that like for a human they could live with an elf for their entire life but for the elf they really only spend you know a small fraction of their lifespan around a particular human being and so it was kind of like what if i flipped the relationship around and i made an elf that kind of thought of humans in a less condescending way that humans think about dogs and that they're just like best friends or or really really cherished companions and uh how how you would react to definitely not pets but you know it's it's kind of that same thing like they're humans are short-lived and he really hates the fact that so many of them uh wind up ending their lives in really terrible ways and so his kind of goal is to uh you know help people live better lives more peacefully and you know uh, kind of like the cross between Johnny Appleseed and a pet rescue just trying to help everybody live their best lives and so that's kind of like everything kind of stemmed from there for him all right uh do you want to go next Troy uh yeah uh really for Brock I just I'd never messed with the uh the kineticist class and it's it had always interested me because it was it seemed like a really complicated class and sean was always talking about how cool it was because that's one of his favorite things so i was like ah eh, i'll dive into it so i guess for me it really did kind of just start with the mechanics of i sat down and decided i want to play a kineticist and then from there just like character wise it was like what kind of kineticist how is he going to play how is that but it really just kind of started with this is the class i'm going to play and then I just kind of built up from there. Tracy, do you want to go next? Well, uh, yeah, I started by when I decided I wanted to be a Shabti is, is how it started. So that came first. And then the backstory was pretty simple from that point, because at that early stage, uh, she didn't have a whole lot of memory, just a, a few little things from the queen and then we developed the rest of that as the game progressed and she was gaining memories 
So her backstory is really still being written at this point because she only knows, well, of the stuff that was released in the Traxxas tale. She only knows things up to that point. So there's still a lot of backstory that's being written and is developing on her. And that's everybody, right? Like I got... Oh, uh, literally everyone important. Yeah, <laughs> literally everyone important. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, Riley's character and his backstory kind of manifested at pretty much the same time. When I was trying to think of a character to play in Eterna, um, or uh, especially whenever I go to play a new game, I try to think of what sort of character haven't I played before. With Pathfinder, it's really easy. What classes haven't I played yet? Um, so I narrowed it down to a few things. I kind of knew I wanted him to be in melee. I wanted him to be maybe a fighter or something up close. So I was like, fighter, maybe a rogue. And I was looking around. Um, I already knew the kind of person I wanted him to kind of be. So I, I guess I guess the character was first, and then I steadily filled in the background and uh, the, the class after giving it some thought and talking it over with a uh, friend of mine who's rather adept at Pathfinder. So, yeah, I guess that's fine. That'll work. That's my answer. <laughs> All right. I kind of want to stay on the character thing, so I'm going to skip around to a couple of uh, different questions. Okay, since y'all ruined my Forley Morsite ship, how about <laughs> if your character could have done anything differently, what would it have been knowing what you know now? And we can start with you riley if you have an answer i mean riley as a character is someone who i i don't think tries to carry a lot of regrets like even if something bad happens because of him or because of something he wasn't able to do he tries to take it in stride to turn it into something decent like down the line he's happy that he met up with the guild every member of the guilds so if there was anything that like he'd be particularly upset about, um, it probably would have been losing uh, Lark or Foresight at some point and the inability to really help them, help them better in Lark's case or prevent them from being whisked away to other realms in Foresight's case. Of course, the easiest answer is, oh, holding on to Victoria for longer, but that's kind of out of his grasp to even do. So... Uh, I, I think just an inability to hold on to new friends right now is my answer for Riley. What about you, Hats? Um, I, I mean, as far as decisions that he was in control of, I think maybe not falling asleep with that dumb haunted bow. <laughs> <laughs> he... He, he probably wouldn't have uh, almost been stabbed to death by Captain Racist. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I, I, I feel like uh, he's, he's probably stand by most of his decisions that he's made. Or maybe a bit more cautious by the river so he didn't almost get friend drowned. Troy? Uh, not break the window? I mean, I yeah, can't. just leave it at that. I can't, I can't say more than that, but yeah. Tracy? Um, I'm not sure Adira has regrets so much as she just, she sees herself as still being too weak. Uh, when she tried to hold Taraxxus's hand, she found out that she's just not strong enough. Uh, so she, I don't think she regrets attempting it, but she regrets not being strong enough 
to withstand it and to understand it. I'm not sure why uh, Ursula singing Poor Unfortunate Souls just popped into my head, but that was the only thing that I could think of when I thought of you <laughs> holding hands with Taraxis. <laughs> um... <laughs> So that's, we're going to stick with, again, with uh, sort of character questions. Do you play differently for the podcast than you do off mic? And we can start with Tracy on this one. Oh, God, yes. Like, I'm so try I try to be so careful in the podcast. I don't want to talk over other characters. And I'm still struggling with the whole not being able to see people and read body language at the table kind of thing. Uh, so I'm actually, I guess, more reserved would be the best way to put it for the podcast than I am in real life, which means if you've ever heard me, you probably don't want to play with me in real life, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely more reserved. Try to be more careful about not talking over people. Troy? Yes, but mostly because like, I'm still kind of new to just playing online up until like last year i had everything i'd ever done was just in person so i wouldn't necessarily say it's because i'm on a podcast that i played differently but because i'm not familiar exactly with like not sitting around seeing everybody i'm playing with being able to like react to i guess like facial expressions or non-vocal cues and things like that so, yeah, but not necessarily because it's a podcast. Although I, I probably don't say things that I would normally say because it's being recorded. I don't know. I definitely have caught myself trying to use my hands to describe things when I'm DMing over uh, Discord, and it's fucking hilarious to me every time that it happens. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what about you? Uh, the uh, short answer is not really. Like, I'll, uh, I feel like often I forget that I'm on a podcast. <laughs> like, uh, I just meet up with some people every other Thursday to play a game online. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but like, the only slightly different thing is I guess I have in my head a little bit more to uh, describe actions more often. But I think that's a good trait for anyone playing tabletop games to just adapt at any point regardless of whether you're doing it online or off so to me it's just all natural i i don't think that i'm much more different off mic um and in person than i am on mic well when you're as awesome as chris you don't have to change anything uh yeah i should never change that's it's, great it's, it's, kind, of, it's <laughs> kind of hard to mold perfection <laughs> i miss robert <laughs> yeah i've consumed him and gained his powers miley roarheim what, what about you hats do you have a difference in your role playing when you're on the podcast in comparison to when you're playing at home nope uh pretty much all of my games for the last few years have been over discord and so the all of the conventions that come with playing online uh, through some kind of uh, voice chat are pretty much second nature at this point. Obviously, there are little quirks that 
just are, are unique to each individual group. So, uh, yeah, they're they're definitely like the group vibes and the type of humor that everybody's into in between groups. Um, so, so that's a little different. But as as far as uh, general demeanor and so on, I would say it's pretty consistent between the two. Um, obviously, I, I I do think, given the the relatively robust uh, applications process to get into the game. Uh, I think I take this one a little bit more seriously. I, I try not to second guess decisions and, and whatnot, and just kind of go whole hog into the character. Um, but but not really anything do explicitly because it's it's a uh, being recorded. Can I ask you a quick follow up that I'll then go back around with? Then um, so. How do y'all feel about your sessions with the show now versus when you first started? Is it cringy listening back on your first episodes? Do you even listen back to your episodes? Uh, I tried watching or listening to the first few episodes, and uh, I hated me, so I, I don't I don't do that anymore because uh, it, it was a little cringy. I, I felt like you know the the dialogue and some of the the hiccups that I, I probably could have been prevented if i was a little bit more versed in you know uh the the group and the cadence that everything happens in the game and sean's jamming style and so on um it, it, it definitely was super cringy at least just trying to to critique myself and so uh if i do pick it back up i might have to start like a few more episodes in so i hate myself less <laughs> that's fair <laughs> Chris, I don't even have the time to listen to other people's podcasts. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I, I honestly really haven't listened to uh, anything we've done because I played it. I was there. I, I at this point, I'd, I prefer listen to some other people's podcasts to see how they're doing and use that as a reflecting points on how I feel. Like I and this podcast is doing. I guess, uh, Mr. McClure, you wouldn't happen to know of anyone else who does podcasts, like any recommendations I could take to <laughs> you? Just, you know, shooting that out there. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I definitely can, uh, I can hit you up with some stuff in your DMs for sure. Oh, well, this is a good block to just like insert a name of some sort. I'll just do it. I'll just check it out right now. Just, you know, say the name, just state the name slowly and, uh, clearly. Oh, fucking LCPD and D2 and Fillmore's Crossing, a fucking western uh, rootin' tootin' tale. Oh, okay, Tom's yeah, great. the one that does all the tootin'. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely have to check him out. This sounds good. Sounds real, real good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. I am... Anyway. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, what the fuck were we uh, talking about? Oh, um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! You got this. I believe in you. So, Tracy, do you listen back to the show? Um. Well, sometimes I have to because sometimes I do the editing. Uh, and when Sean edits, I usually uh, listen to whatever released that week. And I cringe anytime I hear my own voice whether it's as a player, as a DM, whatever. So, like, everything makes me cringe. 
I think everybody else sounds like they know what they're doing and then there's just me. So, yeah. Well, I think you're doing great. Oh, see, that's why I love you. And <laughs> you say nice things to me. And hey, Troy. Hey, I think you're doing great too. Honestly. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. Troy, how about you? Do you listen back? I tried to listen to episode one. I hated the sound of my own voice, found it absolutely infuriating, and quit 10 minutes in and haven't listened since. So, no, I do not. Cannot stand myself. Oh, dude, when I have to go back through and listen to an entire thing that I just narrated, <laughs> I just want to go and lay down in traffic because. <laughs> so, my own do y'all listen the to the Traxxas Tales? If y'all aren't listening to yes. the regular episodes, do y'all listen to those since you're they, not in them? They are on my to listen list, and I will be doing so very short. I keep reminding myself I should listen to those. I really should listen to those. You know what but, you should also do? Record yours. Wait, say again. You cut up. I, I didn't hear that. You, you uh -huh. sounded frantic, you, though. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you did, actually. <laughs> did actually. You need cut to out. record yours. Record yours. I know. Listen, it's not yeah, my fault. Record. Me, Matt, and Krillin are just awful people <laughs> and never want to hang out with me anymore. Why don't I have friends? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably because Frieza killed Krillin like twice. Oh, that's right. I do need to finish do, getting the Dragon do Balls. Me, Matt, do me, Matt, and Krillin <laughs> listen to us? Uh, I think Mimat occasionally does. Uh, Krillin's way too busy doing uh, I, stuff. Something? <laughs> sure. Breathing. <laughs> you can hear it. Heavily in the mic. <laughs> Hi, Mimat. <laughs> All right. So this one is for Brock. What's the farthest he can throw a rock? Can also, throw a what rock. is his favorite type of mineral? throw a rock as far as the eye can see as long as the uh that person's vision is limited to about 120 feet uh his good follow-up <laughs> his favorite mineral is uh obviously onyx though an alternative question or alternate answer would probably be be adamantine the, the strongest right. mineral of them all you fucking cheater <laughs> yeah which one's the best oh that one <laughs> sure Plus five, God-forged adamantine. Exactly. This one is for Tova. What is her most cherished memory and why? Um. Well, if you're talking about Tova herself, it would probably be when Leaf gave her the carriage. I don't know what, what would be for the Queen's memories would probably be having to play with the kids and stuff like that. But as far as her own memories, it would it would definitely be when she got the carriage. Leaf, what is your favorite meal to cook? Uh, darn, I probably should have read that and had something prepared. Ooh, uh, ooh, what, whatever just... it is, it's obviously got lemon pepper in it. <laughs> I was just about to say panic and say lemon pepper. <laughs> <laughs> lemon pepper and lemongrass. I, I imagine it would probably be just some kind of really hearty vegetable curry. Just just something you can really make a ton of and pass around and talk to people while it's being served. And it's, it's really more about the interactions and stuff while everybody's sitting around a table that really he, he enjoys. It's the 
the community, I guess. The community and the lemon pepper. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I know, it was a lot. Sorry, just one of these questions is super long. Um, okay, take it slow. You got this. I believe in you. Riley. Yes, Most good start. Most things I could ask about your character, choice-wise, I feel like I already have an answer for. Your okay. character, while loving, is also noble. So, uh -huh. Chris, as a player, if you made Riley an evil alignment, how would you have built him differently? Love, number one fan, at Dio. <laughs> right, yes, I remember this question because I saw it. And uh, I, I thought this was a really cool question to ask after, you know, we've already had a Q&A where we talked about characters quite a bit, I think. And um, having thought about it a little bit, and then I feel like having forgotten a lot of what I thought about. But remembering now, I think if I had to make Riley evil um, or more evil inclined, he'd be largely the same, except he'd be a lot more focused on uh, obtaining power and proving that he's the best instead of uh, seeking heroism and trying to protect others. Right now, Riley's really focused on having power so that he's powerful enough to protect other people. But I feel like an evil Riley uh, just wants power so he can have power and lord it over others. And that's how I would play him. He'd be hardened by the loss of his parents, um, hardened by the uh, disappearance of his love, and he would just seek to make sure that he would never lose anything again by any means possible. Blam. <laughs> Tova, if you had the chance to forget the horrible things from Adira's past and keep specific memories because they mean something to you in some way, which ones would you keep and why? Um. Well, when she first woke up on the, in this realm and, and whatnot. She wanted to be rid of all those memories. Uh, but she's gotten to the point where Tova does not want to forget any of it. Uh, she's figured out that while some of it, some pretty bad stuff happened, she's learned things. She knows things because of the experiences the queen had. Experiences that she doesn't have to have for herself to, to know and understand things. And she appreciates that now she doesn't want to lose it so she she really would want to keep all of them if if that was not possible the the ones that she would hold would be the ones with her children children are like super important to her leaf if you could teach fox any one ability or trait to help to better help with your journey what would it be I think it would be really interesting for him to get some kind of uh, combat training from Riley. Can you imagine if he learned some like martial arts katas or <laughs> some sort of sword fighting stance and he's just <laughs> using them while wielding a tree? <laughs> a whole tree? <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's, that's like right up his alley. Yeah. All right. We got shit to do. I got you, fam. We're getting there. That's, that's basically the direction that Box is headed as I'm putting as many points as I can into his end score. Good, good. <laughs> Brock, if you woke up in the body of another party member, who do you hope to be for a day and why? <laughs> well, that's an interesting one. Uh, tallest? <laughs> is it Dara uh, the tallest? Uh, yeah, Tava's the tallest. She's six foot tall. Uh, probably that one. <laughs> to know what it's like <laughs> to be tall. 
can't you just wear stilts or something? <laughs> Three foot stilts? Yeah, you can experience tallness whenever you want. Just climb a hill. I also have the best boobs. Oh, okay. Never mind. That's fair. Your point uh, stands. I, I would dispute you on that. Oh, <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> so speaking of best boobs, everyone, your party, Mary bang, kill. <laughs> and we'll start with Chris. Okay, so I, I've put some thought into this one. Um, <laughs> so, Mary fuck kill. Uh, Mary leaf for the security and the cooking. Easy answer. Choice. Uh, <laughs> fuck Tava because I bet she's a good lay when, you know, she has to be. And kill Brock because I feel like that's a good way to end our uh, friend, our frenemy rivalry thing that I wanted to kick off but hasn't really kicked off. <laughs> Have you thought about the constant contact nightmares? Uh, from what? From Tava. Uh, ooh, ooh. No, I haven't actually. Wow, I should have though. Oh. Well, it doesn't work through gloves, right? So, like in theory, we're using protection, probably. <laughs> no, <gloves>. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Sean. You're the DM. Paint me a story. <laughs> So anyway, Brock, <laughs> Mary, fuck, kill your party. Okay. Uh, not letting my answer be altered by the flaws of somebody else. Uh, kill Leaf, <clears throat> he's lived long enough. Uh, <laughs> Mary uh, Tava, because, uh, well, aforementioned uh, constant contact nightmares. And uh, fuck Riley, why not? <laughs> Tava. <laughs> uh, well, if if you presented Tava with this, she would just tell you she'd have to kill them all. Because as far as she's concerned, they all talk too much, so she doesn't want to be married to them. <laughs> and she's not going to touch anybody, so. It's okay, we'll have bodysuits or magic. Mage armor probably works, right? Probably. I'm going to assume yes. <laughs> <laughs> Latex fetish time. <laughs> have to have to armor up so we can have sex. Uh, <laughs> mage hand, maybe? I don't know. I don't I'm okay. I'm done. <laughs> Leaf, Mary fuck kill your party. Uh I, I mean, does it have to be from Leaf's perspective? Because I was gonna say all three for all three. And if you're very, <laughs> very lucky, I do it in that order. <laughs> <laughs> That's an acceptable answer. <laughs> Work his way down the party. <laughs> Can I have a doggy? I don't know who this is for, but somebody would like a doggy. Uh, is somebody yeah. going to uh, go to the post office and mail a live animal to uh, this person? Where are they? I'm not sure. Is this just That's you trying to coyly ask question. for a dog? Listen, <laughs> Nah, dude, this is a real motherfucking question. Number I don't know. Sounds can made I up. have a doggy? Yes, yes, Mr. McClure, you can have a dog. Where do you want? Go, go to the, the local dog. animal shelter. They have plenty of them for adoption. Oh, no, dude. Like, you gotta mail that dog. That's... Okay, in how many pieces? It, I want a Texas dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's a build-a-pup. <laughs> would, like would you like it pre-cooked, or would you like to do it yourself? Necromancer's <laughs> first puppy. Do they have dog oil? Is that a thing? Can we just do the baby oil joke but apply dogs? Is that funny? If you puree it, you can fit it all in one Tupperware. <laughs> Woof. 
man. I've changed my mind. I hate you all. Some of these questions just are not going to get asked. Yeah, that's legitimate. I don't even blame you. <laughs> all right. If the good and evil parties were to cross paths, which good and evil member are you looking forward to meeting each other the most? We'll start with Sean because he hasn't talked in a while. I've laughed a lot. <laughs> I I probably <laughs> you can do this. Focus. <laughs> Definitely, I think I want Leaf to, to basically pair off against most of them because I mean he he'd absolutely abhor what Gareth is. I feel like uh, Wilhelm is probably uh, his good antithesis. Like his, like the prime pick though, just because he's like, uh, well, he's kind of the anti leaf, as as far as it goes. Um, and I think Riley against Gareth as a prime pick because of the uh, the difficulty that there would be in that fight. I feel like Brock and Coriander, uh, mostly just because they're both short. <laughs> Ow. I feel attacked. <laughs> uh, honestly, they're, they're just the odd men out in, or odd folk out in the uh, situation. But uh, Tava and Thana, uh, because Thana is very touchy and Tava is not. And I think that would be an interesting fight of <laughs> Tava trying to run away. Uh, perhaps. The Maybe thing not. Is, I don't know. Thana would probably enjoy the nightmare vision the contact nightmares from touching Tava. Like, she wouldn't care. I don't know, because they're purely, like, fear-based for the most part. They're they're not pain, they're not, uh... They're not sensate. Uh, it, they're, they're not, like, sensual, they're just fear. So I don't know if Thana would like that or not. But th that's those are my pairings. Brock, I don't feel like really has strong leanings one way or another. I feel like if anybody, he'd probably dislike Wilhelm the most. Um, it's a fair assessment. But I feel like he wouldn't like Fauna either, just because she gets off on torture as well, it seems like. That's fair. But like, if I had to do one-to-one-to-one-to-one, -to -one -to -one -to -one, uh, Coriander, who's not really in it for the evil, it just kind of is... And Brock, who's a little more grounded in center stage. Uh, I feel like they both kind of fall outside of the bounds. So those two end up paired together in that. All right. Chris. Same do you question. Want to answer some variation of that question? Uh, yeah. So, which variation of the question am I answering? Um, I think we'll go with uh, what is the one pairing that you would like to see the most? Okay. I'm going to cheat and give you two. Um, but the the main one, I think, <laughs> is uh, I think personally I would enjoy seeing Leaf square off with Coriander just for the uh, the the nature aspect of it because uh, Leaf is very kind. He has a plant buddy, and Coriander is uh, an animal, and she has an animal buddy, and I, I feel like that's like uh, natural. Um, uh, where they both stand in the natural balance is interesting. And I'd like to see how them interacting with each other would actually pan out. Because as Sean said, Coriander's not designed to be like outright evil. She just kind of is because she doesn't really know any better. My cheating extra answer is agreeing with Sean in that I think Gareth and Riley, um, from what I've seen of Gareth, 
is something that probably needs to happen because that duel would probably be short but great <laughs> so speaking of uh short but great go on short but great <laughs> let's go with uh brock fucking uh <laughs> that wasn't telegraph at all <laughs> uh is, is there a different variation of that question you would like to ask me or am i answering the same yeah variation? i'm gonna ask you a different variation of the question and that is which characters good and evil do you think would be the best running an accounting firm together ah <laughs> uh, let's see uh riley would be probably the best on the good side because okay. part of running a business is you have to get your name out there you know if people don't know who you are you're not going to get customers Riley, for I don't know why I get this idea, but I think he would probably be the best at getting the business's name out there. Uh, <laughs> evil, I mean, I feel like Wilhelm, obviously, just he, uh, you know, at least from what we've done so far, seems to have a knack for picking out people. So uh, he seems very organized. So I feel like he would pick the right people and then Riley would just, you know, push it along just through sheer force of will regardless of whether or not it was working I smell a buddy cup movie coming up hmm. <laughs> alright hats um, your variation of this question is if you had to pair up the good and evil uh, to a good and evil character to star in the odd couple remake <laughs> Which two would you pick? Well, it's it's really funny because like I had a pairing that I wanted to mention like regardless of circumstances, and that would be Thana and Riley, <laughs> just because I I wanted to see if a he could resist her succubi wiles, and also I wanted to see exactly how hard Victoria is able to punch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was that was definitely my big pair up, uh, but. One thing I am also looking forward to is if Wilhelm and Tava ever get to cross paths. Because I, I kind of feel like uh, right now Tava is taking this place of just like this uh, stalwart, like bulwark in the middle of the team. Just just like knocking blades to the side and just generally whooping ass and being like a huge team player. Whereas... Wilhelm kind of takes that same spot at the middle of the team, but kind of pulls strings to hurt people and kind of has, seeing them in the same positions on the chessboard uh, and like crossing paths and seeing how much they hate each other's uh, personal ideology is really interesting. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that a lot. And Tracy, I need you to cast a good character to play Simba and an <laughs> evil character to play Scar. Oh, wow. Best variation. Oh, um, well, I, I, I suppose you, you have to let Leaf be Simba because <laughs> he, he's just kind of got the, the disposition for that. Um, but who's his Timon and Pumbaa at that point? <laughs> Riley and Brock, of course. 
<laughs> you know, I, I think I recall after uh, Riley disappeared with Victoria for a little while, one of the two said slimy yet satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> no, that didn't happen. We both said it. <laughs> <laughs> and then high fived. Of course. God, um, like you don't even know what sex is. But yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with both of Hat's characters for this because I think Wilhelm could have the, the devious means to play Scar. All right, uh, I like it. You don't want to see a version of the Lion King where Thana plays Scar and tries to fuck Semba to death? <laughs> <laughs> Slimy, but satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, since we're on the topic of uh, of Disney characters... I want uh, to go down the line and I want you to give me a Disney character that most relates to your character that you play. But before that... Hi, Kim! Oh. <laughs> what? I was like, are we going into commercial? <laughs> Is that what I... Did you just send me a break at fucking an hour and ten? Because that's ridiculous. <laughs> This Q&A session brought to you by Gold Bond Ass Cream. <laughs> Slimy, yet satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. It's always oh. the best thing everyone meant speaks. It all comes together. Great teamwork, guys. Picture this. It takes teamwork for everyone to come together. Yes. And just an orgy of laughs right here on the Eternal Podcast. <laughs> That's what the Beatles meant. You'll feel engorged with humor. <laughs> just picture this, but with more helium. Here you go. Oh, I was picturing it with less helium for some reason. <laughs> All right, somebody mute Sean. Uh, I'll do it. <laughs> oh, is this what silence All right, Tracy. Like? So, Tava. I really don't know enough about Disney characters to know who is the most like Tava. Because, <laughs> um, like, I, I'm not big into the Disney movies. Um, and... My kids, uh, there was only two of my kids ever watched, so I really don't know enough about the Disney characters to give you an answer for that. We don't have to actually do this question. I'm just off the rails. No, do it. Point. Don't back down. Oh, okay. Do it. Chris? Do, do I get a variant, or are we just doing the same question? Um, Same yeah, question is fine. Variant. Oh, okay. No, That's fine, too. No, a variant. Great. I love um, variants. So, what anime character is most like Riley Morheim? Oh, Jesus Christ. I should have stuck with Disney. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Loop back around to me. I'll think on it. <laughs> All right. So, Leaf, your variant is going to be what Toy Story character is most like Leaf? Definitely Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my answer to the question no matter what. Um,. I don't know. There's, I mean, like he's he's definitely a general 
like good guy outlook. I don't know, Slink. Slink is always there trying to be a bro. I like that answer. That's a good answer. <laughs> Troy, what Simpsons character <laughs> is most like Brock? Fantastic. I've seen maybe one episode of The Simpsons in my entire life. So, um that. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go with uh was it Flanders? Is that the neighbor? Ned Flanders? <laughs> that's yeah. yeah, that's about right. <laughs> Hadley Doodly neighborino. It's like I'm wearing nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Okay, I have my answer. I figured it out. Now, I'm not super well-versed in the anime. I am not a super weeb, but having thought about it and thought about the stuff I've watched recently, I'm going to go with Kenshin, Mr. Samurai X himself, for his good-hearted nature and his skills with a blade. Blam! Nice. I know nothing about anime, so I didn't yeah, even well, get that reference. Great, good. That answer was <laughs> for fucking no one then, I guess. Great. I, I, get it. I, got it. I, got, I got the answer. Oh, okay, good. Never mind. I take that back. My rage was uh, unfounded. I apologize. <laughs> Uh, when you encourage variance, it, it goes further off the rails. That's good. This is good. This is what I want. This is what I want. So do you guys have a favorite NPC? Well, Traxxas is the favorite NPC. Is that, uh, does everybody agree with that, or? I'm gonna counter with the Tavern Cat, because the Tavern Cat has been with us since the beginning, and shows up nearly every episode. I love the Tavern Cat. <laughs> for, the, for those who don't know, the Tavern Cat is hate played by Patches. You can find pictures of him on a Discord. <laughs> Sometimes it's played by Momo. Sometimes, but Momo's relatively quiet. Does anybody else have a favorite NPC that they would like to mention? I'm a big fan of Clint. I'm surprised he's put mm. up with our shit for so long. He finally got tired and left. <laughs> just, we're going to find him. He's lurking in them sewers somewhere. Master Splinter style. <laughs> All right. So now I think is the time to wrap it up with the last question. Let's get some anal circumference rolls, ladies and gentlemen. Oh no! Anal circumference rolls. What? Do Do we have to bring out the fatal core book? Like I don't own that. Why? Why is this a thing? <laughs> why are we doing <laughs> this? You don't own that. No. <laughs> and you call Is it a common thing for people to own? Yourself a tabletop role-playing aficionado. You're right. I guess I'm just a fake you gamer girl. You don't you don't have fatal? I thought everyone started with fatal. <laughs> oh fatal is disgusting. For anybody that is not familiar with what fatal is, it is a really is the pinnacle of tabletop just whacked out yeah yeah it's something all right yeah i have a question for tim and met's girl and brian uh-oh now tracy's troy liqueur <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just curious how horrible was it having to put up us in order to record that long ass session i curious i'm dead it wasn't horrible at all. Yeah, it, it was. was just. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> well, I, I left halfway believe... through, so. I can't believe you guys do four hours every week. <laughs> every other week. Y'all are mad lads. It was short compared to my Beholder's Eye sessions. Our LCP sessions are like an hour and a half 
and then we get so sick of each other we're like let's call it (laughs) (laughs) can't handle any more of brian's shit we're done yeah brian likes to make it sound like it's all of us but it is 100 percent just fucking him (laughs) so he has the biggest anal circumference right Well, gotta I go. Mean... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that uh, that sure fucking killed everything that was going on uh, in here. So glad we did that, and everybody, thank you for tuning in to this Q and A. I think that we got some things accomplished, and we got a lot of things not accomplished. I'm still wondering if I can have a doggy. Um, but you can. We'll circle back to that the next time. No, I'm telling you, you can. You just need to know how you want it sent to you. Whole parts <laughs> cooked in an oil. We skim half. So no one still has updated us on whether or not I will be getting a doggy. But next time that we tune back into this motherfucker. <laughs> For Q&A number three, we will find out if I am welcome to get a dog. Getting a dog out of spite now. (laughs) Before I die, you will have a dog by my hand. (laughs) Holy shit. He's going to walk it all the way there. I will walk that fucker all the way there. I'll walk him even if I have to fucking drag him there. (laughs) Be like an ultimate anime reveal where there's like, 15 different stages and the final thing is it's just a dog in a box. There you go. (laughs) For convoluted plot. (laughs) Joke's on you. I'm outside your house right now with a dog in a box. I'm just waiting to knock on your door. So I'm just going to place it across the street and what you do with the dog is up to you. Oh, shit. I'm going to laugh if there's a dog across the street. (laughs) If only fate could be so kind. Right. <laughs> Holy shit, he's fucking magic. <laughs> oh, you'd believe. You'd believe. Everyone believes. I mean, eventually. I would have to at that point. Right. Like... You just have no choice. <laughs> well, critically accursed is magic. He's basically God. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun. It was a time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, I felt like the last one took too long, so some of the questions just got skipped. The only question that I had pre-answered, you skipped. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, sir. Like a fucking boss. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Sean told me, he was like, hey, just so you know, Troy only answered this one question. He wrote down a bunch of notes and stuff, and I was like, sweet, I just won't ask that shit. For anyone who wants to know, Brock's favorite ice cream is Rocky Road. I thought it was Brocky Road as Hats said. Rocky Road. <laughs> oh, it got booed, Hats. I took I took it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wear that shame. It's mine now. <laughs> so, Robin, your favorite ice cream is Sean is choking on dicks. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's not. <laughs> no, I, I don't like that ice cream. But there's so much of it in the freezer. But if I did, who cares? It's not weird. 
Wait, wait, they make an ice cream called It's Rocky Road, you twat? That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna make an ala pussy joke and I felt like, uh... Free Slurpee Day! When's that? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Brian is mad that I didn't ask a bunch of the bald questions. Fuck you, Brian. He can just unmute himself and ask them anyways. Well, yeah, you could unmute yourself and talk about your anal circumference like we had agreed upon, or you can shut the fuck up. <laughs> Roll a d6, motherfucker. I'm not rolling shit. That's a three. Oh, I was talking about Brian. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's I, I rolled for him. Good. I would also like to point out that they were all actually your questions, and I was just using them because they were so stupid the first time around when you made them up. Oh, that's better. That's good. Some good shit. I like it. Some intrigue into our Q&A. Nice. Very nice. That's what the kids want these days. Yes. <laughs> I think I think some of the questions that got skipped were Kim's, though. Kim, do you want to ask your your? Uh, Fuck question? if I remember what I asked. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think there was something about Sean, the ice cream. One. I am hosting this shit. Look at me. Look at me. I, I can't. Which way is Wisconsin? I I need to know. I'm the DM now. Oh, you're in Wisconsin. That's good. It's good to know. We we've narrowed it down. I just we just have to send dogs everywhere in Wisconsin. <laughs> Every house in Wisconsin. That's a lot easier Done. than everywhere in America. And I would still take a guess with that one. We were gonna have a lot of shocked people. Dude, dog adoption crisis in Texas goes down to zero. <laughs> Wisconsin Wisconsin crisis goes up to a billion. <laughs> I know you asked for one dog, but how's about ten thousand? <laughs> I mean, if one dog is good, 10,000 dogs is great, right? That's just logic, dude. That I makes feel sense. like you're underselling it at that point. I feel like at that point, uh, I could just buy a bunch of nice shelving units and I could keep the dogs stacked up. <laughs> like trophies? <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is the dog I wanted at the state fair. This is the one I wanted at the bowling alley. And then... The whole time he's been talking about dogs like hot dogs. He just has a shelf full of hot dogs. Gross. Will be hot dogs. I'll be selling fucking dog bags on the internet. Like that shit'll be fucking hot. <laughs> Do you want to wear your Yorkie or your fucking uh poodle today? <laughs> like people have like full size German shepherds for fucking messenger bags. <laughs> <laughs> You can store almost anything in them, but you gotta wait, like, a few hours for it to come back out. Do they fit on other dogs? That's- I think that's the key question. <laughs> can you like, put a dog in your dog bag? Yeah. It's just like skin suits, right? Like, we get to be a different person for a day. Why can't dogs be <laughs> the other dogs for a day? Is this normal, right? Why- why isn't anyone- do it. Well, okay, great, good. It's not just me. Awesome. Spot the furry. Uh, it's- is it furry if you wear people's flesh for disguises? Yeah, absolutely. It's it, called gaming, a... thank you. <laughs> Great, good. I learned something today about myself. You apparently. need to respect the gaming community. Thank you very much. 
<laughs> Why do people listen to us? Oh man. My horses. I'm crying um. over you. If anybody is not familiar, that's the song that's playing in the background when uh, Buffalo Bill is dancing with his penis tucked in between his legs. <laughs> oh, wow. I was wondering that for reasons, I guess. Sure. <laughs> I just looked up the questions I asked, and they've actually been mostly answered. So there you go. Sweet. Aside, aside from the bald questions, the only questions of mine that Tim skipped were like the fuck Mary Kill ones. <laughs> I had like 30 buck Mary kill ones too. <laughs> yeah, I uh, decided that we would do one and then you could go fuck yourself, Brian. <laughs> it's fuck Mary right, kill yourself. So... That's what you wanted to say. <laughs> it's kill, fucking throw off a building, and fucking throw in front of a semi, and all of your choices are Brian Bridges. <laughs> Everybody go. Oh, that's tough. Damn. <sighs> Fuck. We, d- we didn't get asked the question about uh, the 1 to 10 skill for Riley either. I was I was waiting for that one. Although I'd already answered it. We'd already decided my answer for that one. That was settled a long time ago. Yeah, it was a solid 15. N- nice, respectable choice, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we throw both Robin and Brian off a cliff, but they're like the cliffs from Pokemon, so they're just like a little short hop down they're fine i still want to get the answer to the most important question of the night though are you getting a doggy can i have a doggy (laughs) dude motherfucker i've literally said over and over again that i will buy you a fucking dog (laughs) god damn it i need to buy a plane ticket fucking wisconsin i'll find you fuck it i'll find you (laughs) <laughs> Just hands me a dog, storms off. Not a single word. <laughs> the shadiest, the shadiest thing in the world. I just drive up in like a black car with shaded windows, roll it down, and throw a dog at you. Like a big dog too. <laughs> like it gets stuck in the windows. It's a mess, really. You know, I don't even want to do it anymore. Fuck it. You don't get a dog. I don't and, care. And taped to the dog's belly is a copy of Heavy Rain. You know what? I'm leaving now. I'm going to go eat. <laughs> Have a good night, Tracy. I love Bye. y'all. Y'all behave. Or don't. Yeah, I'm probably not. Or don't. Nah. <laughs> Behavior's overrated. Bye. Oh. <laughs> Hey, you're back to that, Chris. Good job. Yeah, great. I get to keep the joke going. This is awesome. Love it. Love it. <laughs> oh, dude, if we're going to continue recording this q and I'm going to definitely ask that question at least three or four more times. So. <laughs> what question was that again? I don't, I don't recall. It's the most important question of the entire night, and that would be, can I have a doggy? <laughs> Why, I, yes. Yes, you can. I don't understand why nobody will answer this question for me, and I just would appreciate a solid and definite answer out of somebody about Bitch. 
fucking. <laughs> I guess I can say whatever I want. So you're not fucking listening. You won't even remember their answer once you sober up. Oh, fuck, dude. I'm gonna buy like a whole bunch of like uh, uh, pet shop magazines and cut out pictures of dogs <laughs> and stuff them into envelopes. I'm gonna mail one a day to you for the rest of your goddamn life. It's gonna cost me thousands in postage, but it'll be worth it. He's gonna, send you, he's gonna send you like one of those like ransom notes that looks like it's clipped out of magazines, except everything's gonna be spelled with dogs. Just adorable just... dogs. Like, wait, what the fuck? Do these dogs spell I'm gonna kill you? <laughs> That's weird. This is soothing and yet terrifying. It's like, why are, are you afraid of dogs? I don't get your statement. Oh, no, because if it's spelling out, I'm going to kill you. Right, soothing. I got it. So you must be terrified of dogs. <laughs> oh, fuck. So anyway, can I have a doggy? <clears throat> that, ran that ransom note that you get, all it's going to say is, we have your family. Just come get your goddamn dog. We've turned your family into dogs. So please pick them up. Oh no. Full Metal Alchemist flashback. <laughs> well, folks, that's all for now. Glad you made it this far. If you want to hear the utter insanity that ensued this, if you think this is crazy, it, it, it's not, um, then uh, check out our Patreon. You can get more absurdity just like this, uh, including the rest of this episode, for as low as $1, and it really helps to support us and keep us going. Uh, we just recently here broke even with our Podbean fees and whatnot, and that is amazing. And we'd like to keep growing it and keep gaining more followers and making more stuff for you. Every little bit helps, and even if you don't want to become a patron, can't become a patron, however you want to do things, tell your friends about us, give us a rating on iTunes, whatever you can do that you think might help. If you like us, go ahead and put us out there. It really, really helps. Word of mouth, iTunes reviews, those are the best ways in that order to share us. So thank you very, very much for making it this far. And I am so very sorry. <laughs>